0: Oh,
1: I almost forgot, our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right, and when you're right, you're right, and you, you're
0: always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I'm your host, Spencer and You are listening to the Sports Buzz, the podcast where we talk sports and get a buzz on. As always, that buzz is brought to you and brought to us by the beautiful, delicious, strange Land brewery. A beer for any occasion. A beer for every occasion. Beer for all occasions. As you heard there, we got three of us out of our four in studio. Three.
0: Coach is back in studio. What's up, dude? Oh, man. It's good to be back. I'm glad I
2: got out of work finally. It's about time. It's <laughs> good to have you back. Um, ballad pressing buttons. Howdy, fellas. It's good. Uh, thanks for hosting us here in, in your lovely home.
1: It's a pleasure to host the podcast.
2: Tuesday, December 5th. Uh, it's a little chilly today in Austin, Texas. Um, I certainly didn't enjoy it No Because um, I got
1: no warning either Like my phone should let me know if it's going to be less than 65 In December
2: Yeah you could check the weekly forecast and see that it was coming But I just didn't think it would be that bad um,
0: The cold ain't so bad It's that <laughs> howling wind that's killing yeah. it
2: Well we got a little rain which is kind of nice But um If you're listening you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes Please subscribe, follow us, give us some reviews on there Let us know how we're doing um, hopefully those are five star reviews. But uh, on the iTunes podcast, that's the easiest place to find us. Just search the Sports Buzz. Um, this is our pro show. We'll definitely uh, do some NFL talk. Um, we got a little NBA talk with some stuff going
1: on, and then uh, it's still football season. That's called not football talk. Right. Right. Um, it could be NBA talk we, after football season. But we are gonna we are
2: gonna talk uh, talk uh, NFL. Our week fourteen is here, uh, and then you know for some reason Ballad's is going to let me talk golf because Tiger's back. For now, the big cat, the big cat is back again, again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Strange Land Brewery, our uh, sponsors from day one. Um, if you're around the Austin area at a restaurant or bar and they sell alcohol or beer, make sure you ask for Strange Land whether they have it or not. Get that, yeah. uh, get that idea in their heads. Get them ordering it. Um, they have a new one out, um, the uh, the Old North Road. It's their new beer um, in the big giant bottles, so give that one a try. The, the bombers. bombers, the bombers, the bombers. Um, give that one a try. Um, I know you can find that at Specs and Twin Liquors. I don't know if you can find the the bombers at uh, the Whole Foods and HEBs, but um, the rest of their collection, the flagship, the IPA, the Octoberfest. I don't know if the Octoberfest is still out there in what, in uh, in stores, but you can probably still find the last bit of them until they sell out. You can follow the brewery at strangeland Brew on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at SportsBuzzTX, and uh, we'll go ahead and get this thing started. We will talk um, our show business here. As I mentioned, week fourteen in the NFL is upon us. Um, we're getting close to the end of everything football, which is getting sad. Um, Coach is back in studio. Chad was not able to make it tonight. Hmm.
1: It's, it's funny. It's like one or the other. I know. Do you, do you even think maybe they're like the same people? Maybe they wear disguises? Yeah. And like switching and out of each I think, other? I think that's what it is. Because they, you know, we both, we get the
2: same excuse from either one of them. Like, oh, I gotta work late. Oh, I gotta work late. Gotta work late. They again, maybe negative.
1: work the same job because they're mm-hmm. the same person. That's what I'm thinking. And I... That's what I'm mm-hmm. thinking. I got that's, it. That's, that's a, a little good... Olsen twins action
0: here. Yeah, so it's with Chad... A, it's a men in black kind of situation. You know, I got to fit in the Chad suit. It doesn't quite fit me as well. Yeah. It's good to be in my normal state right now.
2: <laughs> um, with Chad not here, I still don't have my jersey. <laughs> um, it's just never going to end. He says he's going to give me give it to me as a Christmas present, which feels a little lame because, you know... It wasn't supposed to be a Christmas present. It's supposed to be paying up
1: on a bet, but I'll take it as a Christmas present. Would be really good as if you got Chad a jersey as a Christmas present, and then if he forgot, he would really feel like an asshole. That would be funny. Should get him one. I'll have to see. On yeah, that. I was going to say <laughs> on the
0: jersey.
2: I'll have to see what uh what I can do with the finances. Do a little gambling on the on the cruise I'm going on in a few weeks. Maybe mm. maybe come home with some money. There you go. Um... Otherwise, he's not getting a jersey. That's for sure. That's fine with me. Um, but uh, we do have some big news. Um, we have a college football bowl pick'em as we did last season. Uh, it is up and available. Check out. Um, I've already shared it on my page. Ballard, you shared it on yours. It's yep. on our Sports Buzz Facebook page. Um, get signed up. You have until December the sixteenth. That's the last day. That's when games start. You got to be pretty much have those things in on the fifteenth, right? Or up until the kickoff.
1: You could have it until the 16th kickoff, but if you're uh, like any person who does anything, you'll probably do it late. So Yeah,
0: and if you do it late, you will not get entered. So Are we going to be doing another little flagship 12-pack for our listener winner this year?
1: We absolutely can. Uh, Whoever wins gets a 12-pack on us, and if you want to get a little extra skin in the game, just uh, text your boy Uncle Mac. Let us know. (laughs) Uh, People were wondering if we were going to use the same providers we did last year, and uh, the answer is no. We're using ESPN. Um, giving them a free promo you're welcome big guys and this should be really easy to get in this year easy to track on your phones and now is
2: there a limited number of people that can join or is this
1: thing just open there is a limited number so get in while you can and uh because if you get left out you'll you'll be wondering
0: oh my gosh those guys are looking like having so much fun so much FOMO around the holidays and you don't want to miss out on this flagship it's it's a nice little Christmas gift yeah well for after Christmas yeah (laughs) I think we um,
1: still Uncle oh, Uncle Tom a case of.
0: I thought he paper. said to just
1: drink it ourselves because he didn't want it or something. I'm good with that too. Hey, we've done know. that ten times over. I don't remember. So maybe he owes us some twelve packs now. <laughs> I don't know how it works. A baker's sure. dozen.
2: Well, hey. Our Tuesday shows are always fun because um, we do like to to do now that we have basketball going on, college basketball especially. We like to have a little bit of a uh, little gambling fun for the show. We'll show bet. We'll show bet, and we got a damn good basketball game tonight. Texas A&M and Arizona uh, in the desert. Uh, I think it's even called something in the desert classic or something. But A&M ranked seventh in the country. Arizona has fallen unranked. They were originally ranked number two in the country. They've uh, lost a couple games recently. Um, A&M favored by a point on the road. The over-under, 147. We took the over. Me and Coach persuaded you to take
1: the over. Overruled. We vote on everything here, and now that I think about it, now since you haven't paid up dues for SoundCloud, your vote really didn't count. So I could have uh, I could have pulled on this, that's fair. but you know, <laughs> that's I, definitely fair. As a gentleman, I say, you know what, you you two guys, you guys like the over tonight. I just want it on record that I love the under here. I love it, but I was outvoted, and I'm sure that won't come to bite me in the ass at all. So yeah, yeah. Uh, show bet is under 147 uh, right now. I think the record on our show bets were three and two. We lost, uh, the last game we bet was an over last week. I think, th- I think the total was 147 as well. Like, it was right around it that It was right around the same thing. So, uh, we'll see how this all works out, but,
0: uh... So, surely we can't lose twice in a row. No, yeah. of course
1: not. That's, that, that's <laughs> how gambling works. You can never lose twice in a row. And you definitely can't lose six times in a row. I've learned that the hard way.
2: <laughs> Man, uh, so, we'll get into some not-football talk. You know, Chad segment here the NBA, um... He's not here. We'll talk a little NBA. I wish he was here so we could talk about our weekend hunting. That was a, that was a good time. Wish you guys could have made it. It was it was nice. Great are You winter. guys are professional hunters.
1: I mean, it wouldn't be an appropriate time to talk about. That. Oh, you know. I mean, I wish I <laughs> would have got an invite, but you know, I'm not a
2: professional. We talked about it first weekend December. First yeah. weekend, we, we talked, right, about we've it. talked about it. So NBA so. or not football talk. So yeah, Steph not... Steph Curry is <laughs> Steph Curry's hurt. Um, he's gonna be out at least what two
0: two weeks? At least two severe weeks. rolled ankle, yeah, uh, nah. that,
2: that was a nasty. It's bad. Thing. It's bad, but no MRI said nothing. Nothing uh, structurally damaged, so he's got that going for him.
1: Little little vacation,
2: you call it? Yeah, I guess you caught that. He's not gonna be able to work out or stay in shape. Um, but his teammate Kevin Durant has gone on a spree of just getting ejected nonstop, and Coach, you're pretty upset about the NBA before the show, why don't you,
0: why don't you take a, take this one here? Yeah, so, and I'm not really surprised anymore, I guess, by the NBA. I, I'm disappointed. I don't even like watching the NBA because it's almost non-enjoyable, the, the lack of calls on things that should be called. And honestly, the pre-Madonna attitude of superstars in the NBA is just getting out of control. Obviously, a couple weeks ago you saw uh, – lebron james's first ejection ever. ever because he cried about a little body contact that he created in the paint and then lost it on a referee uh well kevin durant chose the same path and was ejected as well and honestly i'm let me give a little round of applause to the referees for not taking this and just going immediately to the ejection because play basketball man I know Charles Barkley is wincing every single time he sees somebody cry to the referees. Just play basketball. It, it used to be much worse. You should be thankful for what you have now um, and just play the game. Here's here's my thought on this, and, and you're a baseball
2: guy. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll agree with me. Maybe you'll disagree. But in baseball, if you argue balls and strikes, which is up to the umpire's discretion, you're ejected from the game. You cannot argue balls and strikes anymore. You, you you could I mean, argue it to a very, very small amount, and if you go too far, you're gone quickly. Yeah. NBA needs to take on something like this because it's not up to the players. It's not up to them saying, well, I felt like I was fouled. Well, I didn't see a foul. I didn't call a foul. Did you see me call a foul? Did I blow the whistle? No, I didn't. So the NBA refs need to, need to take charge, and that's what we've been seeing, finally, um, was them not taking this superstar persona into effect like, oh yeah, yeah, you can yell at me all you want, call me whatever names, I'm not gonna tee you up or send you out of the game. Well they finally did, and it's about damn time.
0: Yeah, I mean you see you you see superstars who play the right way, someone like Kawhi Leonard. It's been a shame he hasn't been able to play much of this season so far. And but that's someone who never looks to the referees to make a call in a game because he knows the control of the game and how it's won or lost lies with the players and that's what it should be about. So I'm glad that they're just looking the other way when it comes to these complaints that are coming to the referees, and when it gets over the top, they're just throwing them out of the game. And I am absolutely 100% all for it. Uh, Something else going on in the NBA, little rules of rules, getting a little rule change in Los Angeles. Uh, So the Lakers have, and I believe most NBA teams do have this for after the games, they have... A section for friends and family where they sit and get to watch games, yeah, and and see their their loved ones play. They can hang out in those sections and wait for their players to come out of the locker room, see them after the game and things. Well, a lot of reporters have been gathering around the Lakers' friends and family section to interview Levar Ball just so they can get a soundbite for the week. And the Lakers have had enough of that um it's good to see that the lakers have kind of taken charge of their arena and not let the balls take charge of their arena because it's not the ball center um it's not the Lakers center no it's not i actually don't even the staples, staples. staples. need to staples. step
1: in here and staple shit down
0: yeah and so they're locking this one down uh no more interviews in the friends and family section i think this is a good thing i mean if I'm a non-famous person, I don't want to have to go through this crowd of reporters and Levar Ball just to just see, to see my buddy. just to see my my boy play and come out of the locker room. Yeah. Uh so good for the Lakers there. Well, and they came
2: out and said a team spokesperson said it's not a new policy. It's been an it's been an existing policy. There's just been so much more media presence in that area that the section is strictly for family uh, and guests of players and it's a privacy concern, which is great. And I don't know if did you put in uh, in our about Levar pulling his son out of UCLA? No,
1: no. Well, this is the uh, pro show. Yeah. So. Uh, my favorite thing about this was Levar Ball was asked about it, and he said, "I'm not worried about Le- Le- the Levar Ball rule," and then went on to say that they're soft, they don't want to coach my son, as if he's lobbying to get a coaching job in the NBA, like he's gonna like media his way into something like that. Hey, you never know. You never know. Um,
0: I mean, we've seen his, his coaching forte and I not gotta yet. say It's not great if you're gonna pull a high school team off, you're not gonna be able to pull the Lakers off the floor just because you don't like the way the calls are going, so <laughs> all right, well, interesting comments from Lavar. Time to talk a little bit of golf.
2: Um, I suppose. Tiger was back this week. And um and it had all the excitement of previous Tiger Woods returns. <laughs> Only this time he actually played his ass off, played decent. Played the whole weekend. He played the whole weekend. Uh, he had a bad third round. Third round was definitely tougher. There was uh, nobody in the 60s on Saturday, but Tiger went out, shot 69, 68, 75, and then finished with a 68 closing round. Um, you know, he had some of the recoils, the swinging at it as hard as he could again. Um He had some of these... He drove the ball like a freaking god all weekend. Every time I saw him, he was right in the middle of the fairway. Um, He drove a green and made eagle. Made a couple eagles throughout the weekend. Um, Had a couple fist bumps. Man, it was fun to watch. And uh, he finished tied for ninth out of 18 players. Beat some of the best players in the world. Um, Ricky Fowler just tore it up, shot 61. That was a course record, a tournament record. And Ricky Fowler's best score ever on tour. He started with seven straight birdies. Um, Nobody could catch him. But it was good to see
1: Tiger back. I don't know if you guys watched any of it, watched any of
2: the shots he hit. It was phenomenal.
1: Well, if anyone knows me, they know that I always carve out time to watch the Hero World Challenge. uh, I figured you would. You know, in in December. (laughs) Uh, This is the time of year that I get down and I I get in as much golf as I can because there's nothing else going on in the sports world. Hey, Um, if you want to gamble, if you want to gamble on sports, you know, you got to put in the work early. That's true. Um, This was cool to see on on social media. That's where I watched this happen. Social media was going crazy yeah. with Tiger's back. They really were. And I didn't realize there was only 18 golfers in this, which makes it ninth place uh, finish a lot less cool. Tied, tied for ninth. Tied for ninth. Tied for ninth. Okay, so so, let's call that 10th. Bottom 50 percentile. That, if I'm in the bottom 50 percentile at work, I'm getting a stern talking to. <laughs> that's, that's not good. So I don't know who gives Tiger stern talking to, but well, he deserves one.
2: He was playing against 18 in the best golfers in the world, so... And he's supposed to be one of those people. Well, he hosts the tournament, which is the only reason he gets to play it every year.
1: <laughs> oh, so he, he back channeled his way into this one. Yeah. After because he's pl- the... after hanging out with Donald Trump, who <laughs> has been alleged to be back-channeling with the Russians. I think the Russians are behind uh, Tiger Woods. Definitely okay. place finish. Yeah, for sure.
2: We'll definitely talk about the Russians in our amateur hour, but... Maybe the Russians have something to do with Tiger's back. Ooh. Ooh. His back. Special medicine. His back or he's back? Well, now he's back. He's back because of his Russian back, but his back looked pretty good. He held <laughs> through. He played four rounds of golf, just accepted for what it was. The Are you was... saying that he
1: was Russian back to the golf course? <laughs> the putter
2: was on, <laughs> guys. The putter was on fire. It was it was vintage Tiger. It was fun to watch.
1: Awesome. Well, I hope he continues to be back so we can carve out time of our show to talk golf every single week. Yes.
2: Yes. Every tournament. Just play every I don't week.
1: mean to be rude or nothing, but I'll pass. <laughs>
2: Alright, well let's Thanks. let's get into uh right, let's calm down. Let, let's start talking fantasy football. Let's let's, let's get it. into what you can get away from the golf and I don't want to talk about it anymore. I held it to to under five minutes, which is a plus.
1: Two more than the three minutes I called it. <laughs> so,
2: uh... Hey, we we went less on the NBA. All right. We had <coughs> extra time.
1: Perfect. Uh Spencer, why don't you start us off with a little uh, roster rage roster bait?
2: Yeah, so I'm gonna roster rage this week on my Yahoo team. We got a bye week this coming week because we finished second in the league. Ooh. The Spillman brothers are 1-2 in the Yahoo League. Both sitting on a bye. Don't have to worry about anything. Playoffs are starting. And I'm just sitting pretty. So I'm, I'm roster raging on my entire team.
0: We lit it up. I think you should be worried, though. You did lose to another playoff team going into the playoffs.
2: I did. I did. Things happen. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. That should be worried. Deshaun of the Dead, he's trash. He's trash. He got lucky. He had one good week. Great name. And you know, we're gonna move forward and we're gonna we're gonna take our rest. Our my guys need the rest and we're gonna just do what we gotta do. We're gonna win this thing. I feel good. I'm not roster I'm not gonna even roster sorry. I'm not gonna roster rage. I said roster rage, but I'm roster baiting to my entire team. It's a good it's a good season. You know, being the Sacco last year, last place. It's good to be two years in a row. No, no, no. no. <laughs> No, no, no. The oh, only reason—that's right. The only reason I, I mean, had to to wear right. the dress and and wig was because I was late. She's my that's wife. <coughs> and you look great. I, really I look fantastic. Know. Um, but it's... I don't have anything to rage on. Uh, I mean, I'm raging on my other ESPN league. I'm done with that shit. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm over it. I'm well, over
0: it. <laughs> I'll go ahead and start off with a little roster bait. Uh. Oh. That's crazy. Uh, sorry, bad radio there. We're um, trying to watch a UT basketball game and it's not going well. So out of the three money leagues, I had two games that mattered to see if I could get in the playoffs this week. Hmm. Lost them both. However, I still got in the playoffs in one of, in two of my leagues. So I am happy about that. Um, honestly, the Eagles on my teams are just lighting it up. I got to be happy with Nelson Aguilar. Has been great. Carson Wentz has been great for me ever since I've traded for him. Uh, going in the playoffs, I'm super excited about the Eagles. They're going to keep me flying high. Uh, we're going to take home at least one championship. Uh, but I'm going to roster rage to Chad's team, which is a dumpster fire of a team that decides, oh, last week of the regular fantasy season, I'm going to go ahead and go off. Um, fuck you, Chad. You couldn't even show up to talk about it. Uh, and Corey Coleman, fuck you for getting a big goose egg on my on my roster this week. Mm. Hey, how's it feel that, to be how's, how's it feel help. to be sitting in the consolation bracket? Like I said, two of three money leagues, I'm in the playoffs. Those two championships will make up for a lot of a lot of sadness. Okay, we'll see. Valid?
1: Yeah, I want to uh roster bait to all my players on all my teams because I went three and O this week. Uh finally, everyone shows out which why which is why I also want to roster rage to my entire team in all three of my leagues because it's this this happens to me what feels like almost every single year to where I have big enthusiasm going into the fantasy football season, we get to draft it starts out eh and then something happens in the middle of the season, and I get to this point where I'm like five and seven. Six and six in all of my leagues, and it's just like crunch time to where I'm fighting out of not last place, but really can't get anywhere better than that. And then my teams just start to turn around, where we look like we could be championship level level caliber, and it's just too little, too late. So it felt good to go three and zero this week. Uh, I'm in the playoffs in one of my leagues, uh, not in the other two. So. Yeah, I'm kinda just roster raging on fantasy. I know I said this last year, and I'm pretty sure I said it the year before, but I don't think I'm gonna play fantasy next year. I'm just not gonna do it. It's yeah. just it's just
0: it's too much frustration. I'll believe that one I sure. sure and another fantasy news, um the great bean dinos, uh although we only got our third win of the season and we will be trying not to get the last place in that league. Uh I beat my uh ball and chain for the second time this year. Two oh. of my three wins. Uh, so, even though the team is not good, I at least don't lose to my girlfriend. And that is something very important in fantasy.
2: In other fantasy news, um, yeah, that's take notes. Take notes, Bob. Oh, here, this is me writing down notes. Okay. <laughs> um, so, we were listening, we were on the way back from the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Texas. And we were listening to the games on satellite radio. And before we could even like blink an eye, Travis Kelsey had two touchdowns. And the Chiefs were up, what, like, 17 to nothing or 14 nothing, and then, like,
0: 17-0, and then
2: quickly lost that lead. So, Travis Kelsey had a big day. He had three out of his four catches in the first, like, ten seconds of the game, it seemed like. Um, Keenan Allen, still tearing it up. I mean, he's on fire. Dude cannot be stopped by anybody. Larry Fitzgerald, on my bench.
0: Larry Fitzgerald is just an if, ageless wonder. If Alvin Kamara doesn't win Rookie of the Year... This shit is rigged. AK41 AK is the best thing that's ever happened to the New He's New a stud, fans. man. He is, he is a fantastic. stud.
2: And he's so good every single week. Um, You know, I had Tyreek Hill on my team. You were pretty upset about Tyreek Hill going off. Fuck that guy. Fuck Marquise Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Six catches, 185, and two touchdowns for Tyreek Hill. It's about time. He's been been a little absent lately. Dude, what the hell happened with the, the Titans-Texans game? I didn't watch it. I listened to it. And all of a sudden, late in the game, Derrick Henry just goes off. I got him on both of my benches.
0: Yep. I don't know. He just, I started DeMarco, and I needed that touchdown. He didn't do shit. And I gave it to Derrick Henry.
2: Dude, he had like a 70-yard touchdown.
0: <laughs> after having nothing. After having nothing for like the whole game. He just goes off on the fourth floor. Yeah. That, that's what irritated me the most about this week was... The fourth quarter of the noon games is what absolutely destroyed me and any hope that I would have made the playoffs in our league.
2: Hey, how many people do you think had Alfred Morris in their starting lineup this week? Uh,
0: I know Chad had <laughs> Alfred Morris uh, sitting right on his bench, which is good for me because... He I, put up
2: 127 in a touchdown. He uh, had almost 20 points. That would have
0: got disgusting. Mm,
2: mm, mm,
0: mm. Any other fantasy news? Any other guys that y'all uh, want to talk about? Very important going into the playoffs. No, As of now, no Rob Gronkowski. I know the appeal was today. Uh, but Denied. no Rob Gronkowski for Monday night against the Dolphins, who the Dolphins defense, by the way, put up 36 points in our Yahoo League against a, geez, a terrible Denver team. Denver's a dumpster fire. They're horrible away from Laha. uh And uh, a really surprise pickup in fantasy this year, Juju Smith-Schuster is also going to be suspended for a game. We'll get into that League. in a little
2: bit. We will definitely talk about that game. Um, but we do need to hit a quick break. And, uh... And then we'll get into segments. We'll be right back with a little bit more sports buzz. Well, y'all come back now, you hear? Do you feel the buzz? Or is it just me? Trust me. Something in the air just
1: above me. Something like a dream state. You call it a clean break. Do you feel the buzz, baby? Do you feel the buzz,
2: Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. do need to mention that our show bet is underway. The Aggies are uh, up, what, 9-6 right now on Arizona. Um, We're on a good pace right now to hit our 147 over. Better be. Um, And in other news, the Longhorns won their first road game since uh, March of... March 4, 2016. 2016. So... We will definitely take a drink for that. Yep. And Ballot, you got to start us off on our segments.
1: Let's do it. Let's uh, let's start off by calling the moving company. Uh, for those who live under a rock, uh, McAdoo has been relieved of his coaching duties. From the New York Football Giants. What?
2: Why would they fire my boy Ben? I know, right? He's, God, doing, they he's were, doing such a
0: good job. They yeah. were playing so good. He trimmed his mustache down and wasn't so pedophile. He slicked the
2: hair back and tried to look like an Italian mob boss and fit in
1: with the New Yorkers. They won two whole games. They won two games.
0: That's which, better than
1: several teams in the NFL. Two. Um, so, yeah. Uh, McAdoo, out. Out. Uh, Wasn't a big surprise that this was coming down the pipe. There was reports out that he had completely lost the locker room. Uh, Wasn't there a a point in the game when someone knocked his headset off his head? I think I saw a video of that. I hope so.
2: If you can find that video, that'd be fantastic.
1: All I know is he ruined Eli Manning's starting consecutive start
2: streak. Yeah. Um, And now apparently Eli's going to start this week.
1: (laughs) I don't know who the interim... Who's the interim coach going to be? Steve Spagnola. Okay. Oh, nice never heard his name in a while. Oh, God. Um, you know what? I kind of like McAdoo's strategy here. Like, if you know you're going to get fired, burn the place down the way out. <laughs> he ruin, did. ruin as many people's lives <laughs> as you can on your way. Out. If you know you're going down, just take everyone down with you. He's like,
2: Odell Beckham's hurt? Well, he's a diva. I'm glad he's out on the field. Eli, he sucks. I'm going to bench his ass. Yep, just...
1: Yep, take them all down. What's that? What's that? You, What's that you have it? a
2: 215 game consecutive star streak? Not anymore, you Not don't. Not
0: anymore. 210. 210. Sorry. Maggie's like, if I can't go in the record books, neither can you, motherfucker. <laughs> I wonder if Peyton Manning called him and was like, hey, look, don't let my brother pass me. You're you're going down the slide real quick right now that's lubed up for you. It's on the way to the dumpster. Kill his streak can... so that I can keep that thing alive. Let me, let me help you out. I'll,
2: I'll tell you which Papa John's to buy. And you wow. will hook be fine. you up with
1: a Papa John's. <laughs> you just franchise that bitch out and you'll be fine. <laughs> Let me float something out there. Let me get this started. McAdoo, the next head coach at Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to I see that floating around the, uh, the ESPN world. That's anyways. funny.
2: That is funny.
1: Uh, I wonder who is going to get this job, though. Uh, you know little conversation on NFL coaching jobs that are available. Um I'm much more tuned into the college scene, obviously, but what do you guys are you guys hearing anything? Are are people talking about who's gonna get this I game? don't
2: think the Giants are looking for a coach right now. I think they'll wait till the off season. Well sure. Um, which for them will
1: be coming very soon. I haven't
2: heard anything, honestly. Um you know, Dallas is in the same predicament. You know, they may be without their head coach and without several coaches at the end of the season, so um, Herm Edwards going to going back to college, leaving ESPN for college. Uh, we'll talk about that in the amateur hour. I got an idea.
1: Try get Uncle Tom on the phone.
2: You want to try and get him on the phone?
1: I'll just give him a call. Yeah, let's see. I I didn't give him any sort of heads up. I wish I would have. I'm sure he's a busy guy. and Won't take the call. But if we could get him on, uh, we would That'd be great. Much appreciated. Great. Let's see what happens. Let's see who he wants. Always oh, good to hear from Uncle Tom.
0: Oh, Uncle Tommy. Tommy boy. Yeah, if I was Uncle Tom, I wouldn't be answering this phone call either. No. I
1: mean, it's from me, so you probably wouldn't answer it. But... <laughs> He's like, shit, the Cowboys won, we fire a coach. My, yeah. my, my nephew's acting some money. <laughs> <laughs> He's been hanging out with Uncle Mac too much. Hey, that's a drink, by the way. Fuck, it is. Your yeah. call has
0: been forwarded to an automated
1: voice messaging. All right, well, uh, we'll see if we can get them on next week. Uh, Maybe he'll call us back. Are you going to finish the stranger? If you put it down, it's mine. Yeah.
0: My okay. other one's I not was, open yet. I was confused. You uncoozied it. I did uncoozied it. Well, well hey, Because yeah. I,
1: I've got one that needs to stay cold.
0: Yeah, the naked yeah, the the beer. I was worried for a second. Guys, exactly. we're, we're, getting,
1: we're
2: getting off track. Um, we, need, we need to talk about Who's Got Beef.
0: Hey, it's sports buzz. I'm worried about the buzz part right now, okay? We're getting off track. Okay, um,
2: We're going to talk about Who's Got Beef. And none of us really came with beef this week. It was more about the game last night, Monday Night Football. The Steelers and the Bengals. Somebody, there was a lot of beef going on in this game. It's a lot of beef. Bad blood. Yeah. And bloody beef. Had the really bad injury to Shay's Um Luckily, it's just a spinal contusion. Um. Yeah. I thought it was a lot
0: worse. Went to the hospital, but luckily he was released. He's he's good to go. His
2: hands were moving, but his 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 lower body was not, and yeah. I got worried. Um but you had uh you had the Juju Smith-Schuster blindside block on Von Tez perfect. And who's not new to the uh he's he's the he's the
0: league's poster boy for well, Suspensions, fines, and illegal hits. I honestly love Vontez Perfect. I he is one of my most favorite players to watch. He's he's a prototypical early '90s linebacker who just It just he runs downhill. He's just playing in the wrong era and hits with power. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like yeah, if he would have played ten years ago, he would have been a fucking superstar and everybody would love him. And
1: if he I, played ten I... years ago, he would have been an infant. He'd be dead by now on the field. <laughs> just for the record, <laughs> fair enough.
0: Um, he'd be an infant, but.
1: But he'd be a middle schooler, which is no place for a middle schooler to be. Not on the NFL
0: field. Not a grown man field.
1: So Juju is... He's not old enough
2: for that. Juju man. is talking to reporters, and what, in the background, Antonio Brown was saying, uh,
1: karma is karma, and all this, this and that. Well, he was just yelling karma repeatedly any the reporters are asking Juju about the hit, which is an obvious, uh, throwback to the 2015 game against, um... The Bengals, when uh, Burfitt knocked out Antonio Brown, gave him a concussion, yeah. Um, which I don't have to tell you that game ends because we don't have time, but <laughs> uh, I thought this was hilarious for maybe. What well, um, and you
2: just stood over, stood over Burfitt, like, yeah, what up now, bitch? I, I got your ass. He it, apologized, he said, that's not
0: me. He's like, well, it was, it was you because you stood over him. It was pretty disgusting, but I mean, at the time, like. You know, I, I was pretty upset about it, but like I can see where it all came from. Like that game continually got more and more out of hand. The referees did not help it. No. They threw flag after flag for senseless things that were not There was 11 personal foul penalties in that game. And here's the thing, that's that crew throws the second most on average penal, flags per game. I heard that during the broadcast. And it was no surprise, and honestly, it just created more frustration for both teams that kind of spilled over because even after that uh, Smith Schuster hit, you saw on the score to Antonio Brown, he got lit up in the in the helmet. Yeah, and it was another bad game hit winning. that they threw another fifteen yard flag for the game, game winning touchdown. Yeah, I mean, luckily Antonio Brown is a grown man and handled his business, but I mean that that was a Raw hit too. And it was bad. So that. Just no Juju, control by the Zebras. Juju
2: was, was suspended for a game. Um. And then, uh. Oh, what is the guy's name? Uh. George. Um. Ioka? 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Both of them got a one game suspension. Um. As did your boy Gronk, as
0: we talked about. For his
2: late hit. Um. Which will bring us to our pro tip. Coach, start us off.
0: Yeah, pro tip. Gronk, um, I understand you're a little frustrated getting shoved off the ball like that, but... It should have been a penalty. You, I think it was a tip ball. Wasn't it? He, I, was being, I, he was being I, held I the entire play. Yeah, either For way, sure. It should have been a penalty. I understand way, his frustration, but you and can't he got real frustrated, but with a guy on the ground, you cannot just slam your body on. It's and good. and really, really... I have a problem with Stephen A. Smith going as crazy as he has been all week on Gronkowski for this type of hit, because it's not a flagrantly bad hit, but the way uh, with Tradavius White, is that who it was, I believe? I think so. Tradavius White bills. being on the ground already. I mean, Gronkowski just throws his body weight on top of him, which doesn't help because it puts Tradavius's head in the ground, which is the problem there, um, but... I mean, I'm glad the way the Bills handled it. They looked for the flag. They didn't retaliate. Yeah, That was good to see. Um, Just a boneheaded play by Gronkowski. (laughs) But I think all weekend, you kind of saw a lot of guys lose their cool. And and this year, in general, you've seen a lot of guys lose their cool. Go back to the A.J. Green... What's his name? That Against Jacksonville. That little brawl. You look um, at... um
2: forget his name. I should know his
0: name. He's like a top rookie, too.
2: Dallas should have drafted him.
0: Um, and then you look at the crabtree to Tlaib fight. Like, guys are just losing their cool left and right, and this is the most one-game suspensions that have been handed out by the NFL in a long time. I think it's tied for a league record for a season, and we're, <clears throat> we're only through 13 weeks. We've got four weeks to go, so... In another month of football, His I name don't. It is Jalen Ramsey, by the way. It, it is Jalen Ramsey. Good. Um, but I think with four weeks left of football, it's only going to intensify. And I just hope nobody gets seriously hurt. Because last night is kind of the peak. You, you want guys to kind of control the same. There was like five guys in concussion protocol after that game last night. it came back from concussion protocol, I believe. Yeah. He came back twice from injury in that game and yeah, then left. Finally, oh man, it was—it's just crazy. It's crazy to me to see. So this you got—you got a, you got a pro tip over. for Gronk. Uh, my pro tip is just don't lose your cool.
2: Chill out. Don't lose your cool. Chill out. You, you're the best team in the AFC. Just relax. But
0: you're, but I think you're up twenty three to three. You don't sure. need to do that. I I think Micah Hyde said it best though. After the game, he was like, "There's dirty plays that happen in every single game. I could sit here and complain about it every single time, but." It happens in every single game. You move on, and and this is this is a time where just kind of everybody needs to move on. Gronk apologized, so I, I think there's he <laughs> yeah, can't apologize with his Gronk smirk on his face. Here's what I find funny:
1: Can you imagine seeing Gronk's reaction when he finds out that he got suspended one game, and then he also finds out that Juju got hit only suspended one game for his hit? When Gronk's like, you know what? If I was gonna get suspended a game. I would have, I would have really dropped the been, elbow on I him. I would have been
2: Aaron Hernandez and just murdered
1: somebody. I would have, you know, I would been pro wrestling on that because you know Gronk's a big pro wrestling guy. Yeah, he, he oh yeah, gone, he's been in the
0: wrestling ring. He should have gone full Dwayne Johnson, just people's elbowed him.
1: Yeah, and he's like, you know, yeah. what, if I if I knew I was gonna get a game and only a game, I would have done it way differently. <laughs> I, you know, I would have had someone bring a chair out and I would have dropped it on him. So I, I would just love to have seen Gronk's reaction to. Him and Juju getting the same one game uh-huh. suspension for for their uh, what, the, what the NFL I guess is calling equally violent hits. Yeah. What
0: what's what kind of more funny to me with that Gronk hit, too, just to wrap it up is his. You see his whole mental process, like the whole thought process. You absolutely see in Gronkowski <laughs> yeah. because he gets shoved off the ball he loses it with his hands and does this weird Ricky Bobby thing and then just, like, belly flops on him. Like, it was the weirdest thing. Yeah, he, like, contemplated on what he was going to do. And then and he, then he like, realized he was on the ground and was like, Meh. I'm just going to lay on him. No. Yeah, the best thing is that you know Gronk has, has thought about
1: that happening a hundred times. <laughs> like, if, if that is the thought that when Gronk can't go to sleep, that's what he tries to think about. It's like, okay, how many defenders can I think about falling on in this sort of fashion And he just blew it You know He, he could have gone way bigger And I wish he would have oh, For
0: sure
2: And we're gonna We're gonna talk the The NFL playoff picture now Um And Let's start in the AFC where we're, where we're at right now Obviously Um The Steelers The Patriots Are the The two teams to beat Um Steelers mm-hmm. lead the AFC North uh, New England leads The Um AFC is it East? Yes. Um, both at 10-2. and two. Those are the teams to beat for sure. Um, the Titans hold the NFC South at 8-4, and, and technically the Kansas City Chiefs um, have the tiebreaker. tiebreaker over the Raiders, which is a weird division. That is the worst division in football right now. The Chiefs are on a skid. They've lost, what, Six out of seven games, I think, because uh, they were five and zero to start off the season. They've lost six out of seven to be six and six, um, and then you look at your wildcard teams: Jacksonville at eight and four, who, who yeah, I think will pass the Titans. They look impressive, man. They look really impressive. Their defense is solid, um, number one ranked defense, in the and league. they got Leonard Fournette, who has had a great year quietly uh-huh. having a great year. If you could just stay healthy, he just had a couple injuries. Uh, and then in that sixth spot, technically the best defense in the NFL, the Baltimore Ravens. <clears throat> I mean, Joe Flacco is nothing special. Their receivers are nothing special. Their offense is terrible. Joe Flacco
1: way. is elite.
2: <laughs> He's elite. He's getting paid like an elite quarterback. Um, <laughs> but that defense has more shutouts. They, what, they had three or four shutouts this year, um, which no other team is even close. Um they got they still have to play Pittsburgh week 14 coming up this week. Um but your Patriots, you know, they got to play Pittsburgh week 15, which in all likelihood should probably be the week the uh, AFC Championship game. Right now, I don't see any other teams competing to beat one of those teams when when Pittsburgh is good because Pittsburgh has their off weeks. And if Pittsburgh is not at home, they do not look good. Yeah, and we play them. this
0: week we do play them in Heinz Field in two weeks. Um They're good at home. I, I think the sneakiest team in the AFC is Jacksonville. I think yeah. everyone needs to to look out. I think if you can get some pressure on Blake Bortles and maybe stuff stop the run game a little bit, I think you make them one dimensional. Well you
2: have to stop the run game and you have to make Blake Bortles throw. Yeah. You have to make Blake Bortles yes. be the quarterback because he's shown that he is going to throw interceptions. He's gonna turn the ball over, especially if you put
0: pressure on him like he yes. said. So, um it'll be interesting. But I, I think Jacksonville Jacksonville is one of my favorite teams to watch right now. Yeah. They're they yeah. are exciting, they're fun, they're well, they're a good team.
2: And you also gotta look at, you know, the Chargers, the Bills, the Raiders are, are technically in the hunt right now. Um especially Oakland and, and LA. The Chargers right now, I think they have the best chance of winning the AFC West.
0: I don't think Baltimore will be there. Honestly, when it comes time really? to the playoffs, um, I think they will fall out. Okay. And I think you probably will see a team like Los Angeles make it, which would be really great. Uh, honestly, I I like watching. I think the Chargers Los Angeles out. can win that division over the Chiefs and the Raiders. They, they very possibly been... could, and, and that that's what makes that division so interesting. And don't forget, don't forget the Chargers.
2: The Chargers started off zero and four.
1: Yeah.
2: And they're they've battled back to six and six. I mean that's fucking impressive. Yeah, the Chargers um, are like my
1: fantasy teams. That's, they're <laughs> like the, uh, that's basically how all my fantasy that's teams That's fair. Do. So um, Mallet's
0: thinking they're not gonna make playoffs.
1: <laughs> so let, let's let's jump to the NFC. Um
2: we got the NFC North with uh the Minnesota Vikings. Probably oh, nice. already probably already clinched the playoff spot at ten and two. Um uh, the Packers aren't gonna win that. Bears aren't gonna win that. The Lions are not gonna win that. Um, the Vikings look fucking good. And they look like the real deal, especially on defense. And Case Keenum is playing out of his mind. I mean... Who,
0: did, who is their number three quarterback, three, by the way. Three, yeah.
2: Who is having an all-pro year. Yeah. Yeah, he's a stud. And I'm very, very impressed. Three. Right. He's not going like he paid. The way Latavius has, Murray's playing, he, running the
0: ball. I was just about to say you, Jared McKinnon. And then you have... You think about that. Then you have that defense. They just got rid of... Adrian Peterson this year. Yeah. And, they and lost, look and what they, they did. And they lost Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook, Cook. Yeah. who was having a stellar First season
2: for a few games <laughs> towards ACL. To um, Minnesota...
1: <laughs> You're going to drink for that. Drink <laughs> for that. <laughs> Minnesota <laughs> is the real deal. I'm
2: going pour it out for Dalvin. <laughs> I'm very impressed. Um, all right. Philadelphia is
0: the real deal, too. Honestly, yeah. I know you don't want to like talk about it, but like. I hate talking about the NFC East we have right to now. Give props to them because. Have to. Carson Wentz is having an all-pro year. Yep. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey has come over and just fit like a glove. Oh, well, he's finally. They just gave him a contract. He's finally ex- not dropping passes. They gave him a contract extension, so you, you know it's good there. Nelson Aguilar is having an amazing year as well. He's tearing it up. Um. And, of course, you know, I, I saw this coming. LeGarrette Blunt having a great year well, the again. Addition of, the addition of Jay Ajayi, But the unbelievable. trade for Jay Ajayi unbelievable. has unbelievable. Been great for that backfield, that two-headed monster back there. Because you look at it, what did they have before? They had Wendell Smallwood and Dan Sproles, and it just wasn't enough. Ajayi has come in and added another. It's a one-two punch, and yeah. they're two big punches from they're big Blunt backs. and Ajayi. They're both big backs. And
2: Ajayi's really put a... Put a force into that. But but then you look at
0: the 3-4 and four in the NFC. Another good running team with quarterback play that is playing out of their mind. New Orleans started off, what, 0-3, 0-4 as and well? We wrote the
1: Saints off early.
0: Yeah, I think they were 0-3. And then they got rid of Adrian Peterson, and look what happened. Because they're 9-3 and now. I think it was... 0-3, yeah. So, I don't know. Uh,
2: maybe it was just 2, and then they... I don't think they've won believe... 9 in a row. I believe I
0: don't it was 0-2, yeah. I yeah, I don't think they won nine right. in a row. But but still, nine out of the last ten games they've won. Um, that's fucking impressive. Well, they
2: got Alvin Kamara, who is the quote-unquote, air quotes, backup running back, AK-41. who goes off for two touchdowns a game and 80 yards rushing, plus another 50 through the
0: air and a and, touchdown. And he's, Unbelievable. He supplemented Mark Ingram so well. They're so similar that it's like – their running backs never get tired think, because think they're about, the exact same guy. Think
2: about... It's like what, me and Chad. Think about what that running... <laughs> that running back tandem would have been or a trio would have been if they had just
0: figured out how to use all three of them, including Adrian Peterson. But I think they figured out early they couldn't because Adrian just wanted his share. It was too and... much.
2: And you're not going to use Kamara as only a third down back, even though he's great out of the backfield receiving. But... They figured it out. The and Saints are real. Drew Brees doesn't even have to throw for
0: three hundred yards a game. He can throw for one hundred and fifty, and they'll still win by ten. And they've done it without their leading receiver from last year, Willie Snead. I mean, that's the incredible. He day. hasn't done shit. No, uh, but uh, Michael Thomas is having Michael a good year. Killing it. Michael but,
2: Thomas is killing it. Ted Ginn has has his games. Ups and down. I mean, he's Ted Ginn. <laughs> yeah, super um, fast. <laughs> but we have. I mean, we have to talk about the Rams. Yes, because. Jared Goff in his second year, and um, Todd Gurley the third. Well, Todd Gurley, but uh, uh, McVay. McVay is oh absolutely unbelievable. Youngest coach in the NFL ever. He's he's figured it out, and I don't care if 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 Goff is taking the the audibles that they that that he's throwing the audibles to Goff. I don't care. They look good in Goff. It's right now as far as MVP goes, best quarterbacks in the league. Goff is just below Wentz in my opinion for the season they've had. I'm so impressed with what he's done and I'm so impressed with the Rams at 9 and 3 right now. I mean
0: and look at what he's doing it with Bob Woods, <laughs> yeah. Uh Cooper Cup and rookie. Sammy Watkins. And then they got Sammy Watkins in yeah. the trade. I mean, Cooper Cup is the real deal, though. That's for damn sure. Cooper is great. Um, and Sammy Watkins honestly got his career revitalized by this trade. He's and, finally started to, to get now the he's, chemistry right. He's with, starting with to golf. feel it out. Yeah, I, I think this. it's a super dangerous team. But I think the problem for the Rams is that they're going to be too young when it comes time to the playoffs. I think it may be a similar problem when it comes time. For for uh, the Eagles as well, uh, but you look at teams like Minnesota, they have it figured out. New Orleans has it figured out. Uh, those are just teams come playoff time that are going to be ready to go. I think the NFC is is unlike the AFC where you can look at the Jaguars at a lower seed, they have a real chance of playing themselves into an AFC championship. I think the NFC is stacked at the top, and it's going to be almost impossible to break through that. The NFC is very
2: good. Um, you look at the wild card spots. Uh, Seattle with a big win over Philadelphia, which, know. you know, as a Cowboys fan, really needed – we actually were rooting yeah. for the Eagles to win that game. Yeah. Uh, they didn't. And so Bite your tongue. Uh, I, was rooting, I was rooting for the Eagles. They needed to win that game for us to have a chance at the wild card. Now – you got Seattle and
0: Carolina at eight and four each and Carolina is so bad but somehow they're eight and four well you'll you'll look, you look at the NFC South um Atlanta is a game behind the Panthers seven and five and I think that could end up switching too because Atlanta has only played two divisional games <laughs> they still have four to go for the season yeah so the last four games they have are all against divisional opponents. well here's here's the real it's scary gonna be huge for Atlanta. here's
2: the real scary team it's the Green Bay Packers because they have somehow made it gotcha. to six and six Brett with Brett Hundley, and uh, Aaron Rodgers comes back week fifteen. Was it Jamal Williams and Aaron Collins? That's who I should have roster rostered baited to. Jamal Williams is killing it right now for me. Or Aaron Jones? I'm sorry.
0: No, no, it's <laughs>
2: it's Jamal Williams and and uh, yeah, Aaron Jones. And Ty he, Montgomery has been so he's bad. I R. He's
0: he's done for the year. Yeah, uh, but Aaron Jones is the one that had the game winning touchdown this week in overtime. So. Uh, Brent Hunley's just gotta keep the ship steady and they gotta hope to get Aaron Rodgers back in two weeks. Um, and they got a chance. They got a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. That'd be crazy if they if
2: they somehow made it. Um, Alright, we gotta hit first impressions. We're talking about this week's
1: games, week fourteen. Ballad, what's on the ballot, Ballad? First we got on Thursday night the Saints gonna travel to Atlanta to play the Falcons. The Saints, a one and a half point favorite on the road. Spencer, what's your first impression?
2: Give me the Saints. I'm
1: all voodoo. All voodoo. I think I'm taking the Saints here, too. Uh, you said they're a one point favorite? One and a half point favorite. Okay. Uh, coach, first impression? You don't I don't know likes
0: it. I don't know who the fuck set that line. Atlanta struggled at home mightily. Uh, I can't remember who they played. Carolina? Yeah. Against. No, wait. No. it's Carolina. Either it was way. Minnesota. It was Minnesota. Minnesota. Atlanta struggled. They only got the ball to Julio twice. New Orleans is they a, didn't score a touchdown. much better offensive team. I'm going to take New Orleans.
1: Right back at you. The Packers are going to take on the Browns in who Cleveland. You, who are you taking? Oh, I took the Saints. Okay. Uh, Sweet. We have Chad Atlanta. Oh, you took the Saints here. Yeah, <laughs> Chad. Yeah, Chad's anyone Chad, to Chad Atlanta. Uh... <laughs> Coach, what'd you go first? Uh, Packers are a three and a half point favorite on the road in Cleveland
0: taking on the Browns. Three and a half enough. What do you think? First three person? and a half. Three and a half is not enough for me. Uh this this Green Bay offense has honestly struggled. Going on the road is going to be very different than being at home. Um, they got lucky with some defensive scores. Uh big man scoring touchdown this weekend. There we go. And he made the Lambo leap. Uh, I think Green Bay struggles, and I honestly think Cleveland can even get a win out of this. I'm going to take Cleveland at home. <clears throat> I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to take the hook
1: there at 3.5. Uh, I think it's a tight game. Uh, when does Air Arch come back? Jeez. Week 15. Oh, and this is week 14, Next week. so yeah, I'll take the Browns here as well. Uh, I, think I don't feel good about it, but I'll take it. Spencer?
2: No, no. Brett Hundley is just going to hand the ball off to my boy Jamal, and they're going to win this game by a touchdown. Just I don't care. The Browns are year? terrible. No. No, they don't. I'm going to go ahead and say they get their first win. Not Ooh, a chance. Like Not that. a chance. They win this thing by a touchdown.
1: Uh, Spencer, the Cowboys playing the Giants in New York. Doesn't matter. Cowboys are still a four-point favorite on the road. <laughs> New coach uh, coming in New York. Is it enough to, to give, give me, the What's your first impression? Give me more. Give me more points because they, 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 there
2: can't be enough. Cowboys win this game by a lot.
1: Yeah, obviously I'm picking the Cowboys here. Nothing more but for good juju, uh, coach. What's your first impression? Here? There's
0: definitely a limit on the points that the Cowboys could get for this one, um, but the Giants are just a jersey dumpster fire. Uh, give me the boys. All righty, uh,
1: right back at you, coach. We got Duh, the boys. Vikings taking on the Panthers in Carolina. Uh, the Vikings are almost a field goal favorite at minus two and a half. What's your first impression?
0: Um, I don't think it's that close. Uh give me the Vikings.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings here as well. Uh unless Spencer is. I'm absolutely
2: taking the Vikings. I'll take the
1: Panthers then. I mean I, I just can't uh, we have all been the same on every
0: game and it's just not even fun. It's a bad week of football, man. I mean it's just Actually, match-ups. Gonna take the Vikings
1: for the record. Yeah,
2: so. these lines are trash, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. really are. These lines are we're, trash. We have
0: Chad the Panthers.
1: <laughs> for parity's sake. Yeah. New favorites have been killing it in Vegas. Chad told me the... he wanted all home teams. <laughs> <laughs> uh Spencer, the Eagles are gonna travel to LA, all the way across the country, take on the Rams, for the Rams are a two point favorite at home against the Eagles. Uh, what is your first impression?
2: Eagles are a two point favorite.
1: The Rams are two point favorites
2: at home. That's surprising. Um the Rams are playing good. I'm high on the Rams. You know, we get to see golf versus Wentz. I still think it's... I, I still think the Eagles are the best team in the NFL right now. Give me the Eagles.
1: I'm going to take the Rams here. I'm, uh, I'm going to subscribe to the teams traveling across the country and the body clock and the time zone, whole thing. and.
2: Well, they were in Seattle, so they stayed on the West Coast. So they didn't actually go across country. They stayed on the West Coast. Ooh, insider. Yeah. I'm still taking the Rams. Coach? Where are they going to practice this week? I don't know. No, but they're staying on the West Coast. Sure. Um...
0: I just don't like that line. I mean, yeah, I, li- I, like, I like the line. Favorite? I like the line. Being the Rams at home, <laughs> um, being in a dome is a little different, too. Um, well, the Rams be, need be this in one way more than the Eagles oh, do, too. Oh, that's right. They're in L.A. L.A. It'll be in a soccer stadium. Yeah,
2: it will. Or
0: football. No, they're playing at the Coliseum. I, d- I don't think the Eagles are the best team in the NFL. I think they're one of the most fun teams to watch, but I think the Eagles will win this one. I think the Eagles will win. Very
1: good. Right back at you. Ravens traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Steelers right now, a five and a half point favorite. Coach, what's your first impression?
0: Not enough points in the world you give the Steelers for this one. The the Ravens are fucking awful offensively. They can't score. Give me Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'll take them as well, Coach, uh, Spencer. Five and a half points. It was a rivalry game. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong.
2: Yeah, it's just ridiculous that, that Pittsburgh gets all their rivals and everybody that is the, one of the best teams in the NFL or in their division at home. Like, this is stupid.
0: They're getting three home games in a row.
2: Yeah, it's absurd. So I'm taking Pittsburgh. It's
1: bullshit. I fucking hate them, but they're going to win. <clears throat> all right, I'm, I'm changing my pick to the Ravens for parody. All right, so we got uh, spent the last game of the night. Monday Night Football, the Patriots are 11.5 point favorite against the Dolphins in Miami. What's your first impression? Man, the Dolphins were
2: disrespectful kicking onside kicks this week, just beating the shit out of Denver. Dude, their
0: defense, like I said, their defense and special teams led fantasy teams. I'll drink for that, but they led all fantasy defenses and special teams this week. It's <sighs> fucking incredible.
2: They won't do that to New England, even without Gronk. Brandon not Cook's going to go off. Give me the Patriots. They're winning this game <clears throat> by two touchdowns,
1: running away with it. Anyone who bets on NFL knows if you had a home team with a double-digit spread, you've got to
0: take the points. So
1: I'm going to take the points here with the Dolphins.
0: Coach? Lay him down, dude. I'm looking at my, my Texas homeboy, Rex Burkhead, coming out of Plano, making a splash in the NFL.
2: I didn't know Rex was from Texas.
0: From Texas. Rex from Texas. From Plano, went to Nebraska, found his way to the best team in the NFL. Love it. Bang, bang. Love keeping it. Keep the Patriots on the road, Love it. And that was first impressions.
1: I'm surprised you remember how to do that since since you haven't been here in a in a month or so. I've been listening. <laughs> I've been listening. <laughs> I've been keeping track. <sighs> oh, well, sex. that felt
2: good. Uh, next, we got the Nightcap, sponsored by the Beautiful Little Strange Strange <laughs> shh, and the worst segment that we have on the show, Sports Guys Talking Politics, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to talk about the uh, Supreme Court versus
1: fun ballot. Set this thing up for us. So, uh, yes, it is the Supreme Court versus fun, unless they rule in our favor. Then it's Supreme Court versus they are awesome. Uh, the, the case is technically uh, New York Governor Chris Christie versus the NCAA, NFL, and other major sports leagues. Uh, or the state of new jersey they are trying to overrule a law that's been in place for a very long time that by the federal government that sports betting is illegal everywhere except the state of nevada so basically this is a a court case that is being ruled around states rights is do states have the um the right to choose how they regulate their citizens and the different things they allow people to do within their state lines and the court case started on Monday. They heard verbal arguments from both sides. And this is exciting. This is this is step one in getting sports gambling legalized across the country.
2: Was oh, this is kind of like the, the battle against uh, medical marijuana, legal marijuana, recreational marijuana? This is first step. Absolutely. Okay. 20
1: different states have already signed on and supported New Bad Jersey. Us. And there's a lot of other states that already have plans in place Hell, to yeah. say... If this gets, if the Supreme Court, you know, rules in Christie's favor of all people, hmm. uh, they will roll out the ability to gamble in their states, uh, ASAP. Well,
2: we do know Chris Christie likes his sports. Of course he does. Sir. He loves the Cowboys. He likes yeah. to sit up there in Jerry's uh, owner's box.
1: Yeah. Not sure why, but he's there. And I'll say, I'm not, I'm not a big Chris Christie fan. I'm not either. But I find myself rooting for the same things that he's rooting for. So maybe Governor Christie and I just need to get together and maybe talk out our differences. Yeah, you
2: and Fatboy need to need to sit down, have a nice meal. But like,
1: there's nothing more that makes me more make upset sure, than seeing sure, him rooting for the Cowboys. Make it. sure
2: he's paying for the meal because he's going to eat the whole fucking place out he's not paying.
1: Yeah, so I'm obviously rooting for Chris Christie in this battle. But I could not have picked a worse person to represent sports gambling than Chris Christie. Like, could we have not get, gotten anybody else to front this?
2: Like this... Michael Jordan, who's lost billions or millions of dollars, or maybe
0: Barkley. Brett or... Musburger. I guarantee <laughs> Brent Musburger Musburger is behind Chris Musburger. Christie. Musburger
2: lives in Vegas. He yeah. lives in Vegas. But I
0: guarantee you he's about to buy a penthouse suite in New Jersey if if this goes through. Yeah.
1: Get those early lines. Get on the East Coast where so the lines come out early. Mm. Um, obviously, th- this going is going a... back to Vegas. Get the second second wave. Yeah. There, this there's a lot that has to be done in this. This is step one, day one. Uh, there's speculation that we could be legally betting on football next year. Oh, that's kind of a uh, I'm I'm blanking on the term, but it's not going to happen. It's. Uh optimism uh, a hail mary if, if, for the sports sports world but i like what you did there Um uh, <laughs> i mean it's it's a step in the right direction and um uh, we'll probably continue to keep people updated on this because i care about it and i make the show guide so yeah uh until then
2: no it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting story and it's really not politics other than the
0: fact that it's in the spring in court. The court yeah it's more rules of rules yeah and uh, just to give our listeners an update on our show bet, um, it is 28-29. Arizona is leading Texas A&M. We are getting to the close of the first half. There's uh, 40 seconds about left uh, in the first half. Uh, so we are well under our pace right now, but I think the second half is going to pick up. Yeah, we're, we're going to get there. Hope it does. We're going to
2: get there. My Ags are going to take over. I picked them. I knew they were going to win this game. You're at
0: Spencer's Aggies over here.
2: For <laughs> tonight. For tonight only. For tonight only. Um
1: oh, what a save.
2: But that's gonna do it for us tonight. We'll keep you guys updated. Make sure you check out the amateur hour on Friday. Um we will let you guys know on how our show bet Finished off in the amateur hour. Until next week, thank you, Ballad, for pressing buttons. It's uh, it's a pleasure to host the podcast. Coach, good to have you back, man.
0: Hey, it's great to be back finally out of work.
2: And it's great to have you finally cut that mop off your head.
0: Um and just, Shout out to Hair uh, Nook. Before we <laughs> close it, it is halftime, 3129, Texas A&M is up. I'm your host, Spencer Film. Until next week, we're the Sports Buzz, and we are out.
2: Peace. And if I don't ever poop again, well, that's just going to be who I am.